What's up, everybody? Your boys are back in the studio after the draft. If you guys missed uh, when we went live for the first round of the draft, that's okay. We, we went live on Facebook, but we're here on YouTube now doing the post-draft improvements for each team. And basically, we're going to be going over a couple to two to three teams each week. And what what uh, what teams are we starting out with this week? Uh, today we're starting out with a team that actually got an A-plus grade. A team that actually needed this. Uh, it, we're going to start off with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I would say with their pick, it was a it was probably the best pick that was left, honestly. Um, as much as uh, I believe C.J. Stroud wanted to come here, though, uh, he did he did get picked up by their rivals. So we'll see how well that goes. But Anthony Richardson it was a great pick for the Colts, honestly. I was kind of happy they went with him over Will Levis. I mean, yeah, I definitely agree with him over Will Levis, uh, no doubt. But I don't know. Just a little iffy. He definitely has potential. He's, uh, I believe they said, like, the most versatile, most athletic, excuse me, quarterback that's uh, ever came through the actual NFL draft or something like that. Well, during the, the longest, uh, longest high jump. Vertical jump? Vertical jump. Yeah. yeah whatever they call <laughs> uh, it. Oh, yeah. well, speaking about vertical jump in the combine, uh, they had a nickname for him with uh, Combine King. Never been in a jump contest. <laughs> so they called him the Combine King. So, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't mind like uh, him as a pick. Honestly, I think that he's got definitely big chance for development. Uh, there, I just don't like the fact that there's not a big resume. No, I mean, I feel like the dude has a lot more potential. I mean, honestly, better than what we've had in the past. So, uh, having a mobile quarterback does scare me, though, because mobile quarterbacks tend to get hurt. Exactly. Like Brady said in the back, RG3 got hurt. Lamar Jackson got hurt. Kyler Murray got hurt. So, one thing I think the Colts really need to prove on, so this guy does not have to run. Granted, he's young, so of course, you know, he's going to probably make his star moves and run and see what he can do, but I feel like he's going to have to run anyways because the Colts still need to fix their offensive line. They did get some offensive tackles in the draft, but I don't know how well that's going to be because one was compared to the rookie they got last year in the draft who did nothing but get a whole a lot of holding calls. Yeah, I mean, hopefully this one's got a lot more discipline to the game. Uh, they did, like you said, improve their offensive. Well, they didn't improve, but they improved the depth of it at least on their offensive tackle side mm-hmm. of things. They also got a, uh, another defensive tackle uh, in the fourth round. Adiba uh, uh, Wari. I don't even. Dude, I'll wait for one of the commentators to correct me on that one, and then we'll come back with the proper pronunciation. But. They got him, and his highlights didn't look bad. He he seemed like almost a real uh, what what the commentators were saying about him actually a real chaotic player on the field almost. And what they meant by yeah. that is he was just he was always disrupting the play somewhere to where he was affecting it and actually helping. Did you say defensive team. tackle or defensive line? Uh, defensive tackle. See, I don't think they needed that. I mean, unless they can see that he could be an edge rusher because they okay, needed an edge yeah, rusher. Yeah, he has. He has really good speed and, okay. and agility. So I'm about to say, if they I was him, Nick, so I would be looking. Yeah, I'd be looking for him as an end because okay. he seems like he would. So do say you got Buckner good. and Stewart, who is your defensive tackle guys. You you needed to go for an end. So yeah, I wanted I mean, to just that, clarify that. Yeah, that was just, sure. that was just what he played in college. But I mean, whenever it comes to line play, it, it, 
it's really adaptable to kind of move, at least if you're only moving over a spot. You know, if you got to switch sides, mm -hmm. I can imagine that's probably a little bit difficult. But if they just move him to the same side, but on that edge of what he's normally playing, that's what they drafted him for. I, I agree with that trade. Yeah. Or not, well, yeah, speaking about uh, rookie pickups for defense, Julius Brents from Kansas State, they got the cornerback. Um, I feel like this helps out a lot because they don't have Stephon Gilmore no more. Brents, uh, in his highlights, was showing that he was a great guy to pick up. Uh, he can keep up with the receivers. Good footwork. Um, but then again, you know, it is highlights. So they're going to show the best things of him. So we don't know the cons unless, you know, we go in and look. So, but I feel like what I did see, he will probably play on one of the outsides. Dude's quick along with Isaiah Rogers, and they're going to move Kenny Moore to the slot. So I feel like overall, if this defense can stay healthy, it's going to be a rock-solid defense. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, I don't mind this pick again. Same kind of thing as Anthony Richardson, though. He was talking about the highlights and how they are highlights at the end of the day. His highlight reel was decently small from what we see. He didn't have much of a resume, but in the draft, he looked great. Like you said, he was fast. He showed great athleticism. He showed he knew how to, to cover spreads, cover man, mm -hmm. cover zones. He showed he knew how to do that and that he could perform. So I'm okay with that draft pick again. I just, I always hate to see players that haven't proven themselves come to a team that I'm rooting for. No, I totally agree with you. But I mean, that's just like saying. It's, it is risky putting a rookie just straight out there. Granted, you know, they're still going to have to fight for it. But I feel like there's what's he's what's best taking that third spot. Um, but another thing is, is about the defense. Our defense is going to be pretty young. Our defensive line is going to be pretty young. I mean, Buckner is, you know... Getting up there, but he still shows that he can perform. Yeah, it's um, about time to start looking into a replacement for him soon. Uh, maybe next and then you year. got Leonard, who's also getting up there, but he can still perform. Especially, I hope, this year. See, I think Leonard still has a few years. Yeah. Then you got Zaire Franklin, who's young. You got Kenny Moore, who's still young. Isaiah Rogers, this Julie Brents, Julius Brents guy. Uh, then you got your rookies from last year. To play safety because I don't think we uh, re-signed uh, Rodney McLeod McCloy, um, for a safety spot because we have Nick Cross and Rodney Thomas. So I I had big hopes for Nick Cross last season because he showed in preseason that he can play the backfield very well. But during the regular season, he kept getting beat a lot. So I'm hoping that he learned from last season and will step up and take a safety spot. Yeah, you're correct about that. They definitely did not still have him. I didn't think they did because he was, I think they only signed him for a one-year deal. Yeah, he was gone. They didn't sign him back. So, like I said, overall, I'm excited to see this defense if it stays healthy, especially with Leonard and Zaire Franklin playing linebackers. Yeah, I mean, kind of the same thing that I said with uh, – even before the draft, you know, as long as their defense stays healthy, you know, their defense at least will have a freak season, I think. They got a really solid defense, and uh, they've proven that time and time again that when they are healthy and clicking on all cylinders, they can they can shut down almost any offense. 
which is a good thing to have going mm-hmm. as long as they can keep it going all throughout the season. On the offensive side of the ball, I mean, still, you know, a couple worries about how well they improve their offensive line. That's the main worry is, like, they you got to improve in their, their offensive line. Yeah, I mean, but they filled in their quarterback uh, issue with I feel like the somebody. quarterback situation is great. You got Anthony Richardson, and you got Gardner Minshew as a backup. So I feel like they're protected either way. Minshew has proven, even last season, that he was a good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that the quarterback position is now taken care of. And right now, I would put them both at mediocre, like, uh, they can carry the team type deal. Like a Jimmy Garoppolo figure, you know? Like, you put them in there, they're going to get the job done. But then... Garoppolo. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, still Garoppolo, though, overall. Or or Derek Carr, basically. You know, yeah. same, same thing there. But, like, uh, another thing on the offensive side of the ball, they, they drafted Josh Downs, wide receiver. Yeah, I was going to actually talk about that the next. Third. A little worried about him, too. He's kind of short for a receiver, and it's got me thinking I might want to go to the NFL draft next year. He's only 5'9", so... So this I is mean, where I'm aver- at. You don't see the average size for a man normally make it into any professional sport. This Unless is where I'm at about Josh Downs. So you got between, so Pittman's guaranteed re- receiver, Pierce guaranteed receiver. You got McKenzie and Downs. Well, Isaiah McKenzie and Joshua Downs. Who's going to take the slot spot? Is the question. Who's going to take the special team spot? Because if you got Isaiah Rodgers starting at cornerback, he don't need to be running the ball because, of course, you know he's going to just get, what is it, uh, fatigued or tired more. Yeah. So, I would honestly say put Downs in slot. He's short, so he's going to be quick. Uh... Well, okay, let me rephrase that. He's short. He is quick. There we go. I was watching a few of his highlights. His footwork is crazy. Especially on short passes. Who will let me out there? <laughs> no, he can run routes. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get free, that's all that matters. Um, but no, like his footwork's crazy on short routes. So I feel like having somebody younger out there learning the plays already would be better. And then putting Isaiah McKenzie, who is quick, but also older, put him with special teams. It makes up for your nine hinds miss, and it takes away from Isaiah Rodgers to focus on defense. Yeah, I mean, you said he's fast, and he's got really good footwork, and he's good at running routes. So so do you think that he's good enough to be that guy that's going to probably have to go up with some of the fastest cornerbacks in the league because people know that, and some of the best cornerbacks and safeties in the league because – people know that he's going to be going deep and he's going to be trying to get back there already. You don't think that will necessarily start Well, here's the thing. His... I don't know if they're going to make him go deep. Well, I mean... There, there could be a couple of plays where they're like, yeah, you know, run a streak. But there could be a lot of plays where it's like, hey, run a curl route, run a drag route real quick. You know, do a zig. You know, I just feel like with his footwork, he needs to stay short routes. Okay. So, well, I mean, if he's going to stay short routes, though, his speed isn't necessarily the biggest factor. The main thing you want to see out of him is how well his route running and footwork is. The acceleration off of brakes and stuff is important. 
but not so much his speed. Because he's not going to have time to gain his full speed. So. No, I got you. And I get that. I just feel like he's going to do better than Isaiah McKenzie. I feel like you should put McKenzie out in special teams. Get what you can out of him. I will say, I'm going to be mad if his number don't turn up to be number one so it can be first down. That's, yeah, that's nice. Everybody's coming up with, <laughs> with uh, nicknames already. And if you guys haven't don't know that Anthony Richardson is going around with uh, people are nicknaming him AR-15. Yeah, but he don't want it, so he's not there. Put, put in the mustache. I already don't like it. I forgot about that. That's a cool nickname, dude. Like, like, why, man? Why? Overall this season, if the Colts can play well and everything works out with Richardson, uh, everything works out with Jonathan Taylor with his high ankle sprain, this team is a potential 10 and 7. I don't disagree with that record. I like I like a ten and seven. I I wouldn't put them over. I don't know. Ten and seven's a little bit of a reach, but I definitely say that as long as everybody stays healthy on their team, they definitely have a winning season. So maybe like a nine and six or a, or a eight and five. Wait, whoa! I'm going the wrong way with that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a nine and eight. Okay. I could see that too. Um, but honestly, with them finally figuring out what needs to be fixed and everything, I just think that they could possibly pull off the 10 to 7. So that's what I'm going to end with. Um, Who knows? I mean, honestly, with Steichen in there, we might see a, a playoff run out of nowhere. I mean, he did control the. Uh, so that's another thing is like, he controlled the Eagles' offense. Who do you have a quarterback? Yeah. A mobile quarterback. And, yeah, people was talking about what he did with Jalen Hurts yeah. versus how he looked in college, what his performance was. I bet Anthony Richardson's actually college. pretty happy to have him as a head coach because look what uh, Steichen got Hurts paid. So, I mean, I'd be like, heck yeah, Perry yeah, Day coming yeah, up next no season. <laughs> but, no, I got faith in Anthony, Anthony Richardson and the head coach. I feel like they're going to connect because it's what he's used to, uh, the head coach. It's what he's used to. All right, so the boys are liking the Colts for this season. I mean, honestly, liking the Colts every season, but Dude, dude I at the beginning, them in a few. at the beginning, <laughs> but then after the first game when they tied with Houston, how do you tie with Houston? But still, that's when I was like, yeah, we're going downhill. Yeah. Right, so like, how are you gonna like have no faith? <laughs> Sorry, you're a Packers fan, anyways, with no, no quarterback. Thing, but, yeah. No, they <laughs> drafted a quarterback in like the fifth or something. They still, <laughs> they still extended Jordan Love's uh, contract. Oh yeah, they're paying that man way too much for never playing a game. That's crazy. He played a couple preseason. He, I was gonna say he never, <laughs> he never played through a whole game. 
No. Not one. Um, but all right, guys. Uh, let's hop into this next team, though. Uh, we got we're done with the Colts. Um, Indy fans, if you're watching, you know, have high hopes. I got high hopes. Brady is not allowed to any Colts games. Um, <laughs> Brady's just gonna buy the opposite jersey of whatever opponent right. they have that week. Just in he's case just gonna they keep win. switching. He's gonna keep switching them. It's gonna be a back and forth game, and some Brady's gonna have to like change jersey so many times. No kidding. He's like, I'm here for the winning team. <laughs> Uh, but all right, so this next like team that we're gonna get into though is we're gonna talk about the Minnesota Vikings. Um, their draft surprised me honestly because with when Will Levis was dropping, I thought for sure the Vikings were gonna go quarterback. I thought for sure they knew that Kirk Cousins is the problem. Nope. Yeah, I mean clearly Kirk Cousins doing something to make himself stay there. What? <laughs> I guess just being able to go playoff bound and that's it. Um, but I will say, I will say with um, adding a, another wide receiver though with their pick instead of going quarterback. With their number one. Yeah. There uh, was Jordan not Addison. A good enough wide receiver group out of this draft to do that. Maybe. Jordan Addison, another guy that honestly has great footwork. His route running is crazy. Uh, where he played at is um, they had him on the outside. Um, he's quick. They had him running short routes. Um, mainly he was the guy for the goal line passes, basically, or red zone passes. Um, but adding him in with Justin Jefferson, right. I feel like is great. At the beginning, I think that Justin Jefferson is still going to get doubled. But then they're going to see what Jordan Addison can do and be like, well, crap. Now we can't stop him. But here's the thing. Even though you have that duo, Kirk Cousins is still Kirk Cousins. He's going to choke somehow. That's right. So that's why it just surprised me that they didn't go quarterback. Which, I mean, they didn't go quarterback in the first, but by the time they got to them, they had Will Levis they could have picked, and that was about it. So, I I mean, like, obviously there was other quarterbacks there, but Mm -hmm. nobody else that was prospects of going in the first, second, third, none of that. They did eventually go with one, I think, in, like, the fifth round I seen it was or something like that. But... I mean, the Jordan Addison add-on, yeah, it was a good one, especially with losing Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson already being there in Minnesota. I think that's good, like you said, not fixing the Kirk Cousins problem, besides with a fifth, like I said, I I believe, fifth-round quarterback draft. Um, Can't can't even remember dude's name. I I didn't hear about him up until they had drafted him. You said what round? (laughs) I think I believe it was the fifth. Oh, well, nobody cares about those rounds. So exactly. everybody watches up to the third, and then that's about it. Exactly. So, um, Speaking of the third, they got a cornerback. Yeah. Makai Blackman. What about him? Uh, you know, so I was actually watching some Vikings fans mm-hmm. talk about the like how they did in the draft. 
uh, on one of their like podcasts. Somebody who lives in Minnesota, I assume. Okay. They uh, was repping pretty hard. So, yeah. But I was expecting them to be a little more biased towards their team. They was not. Uh, oh, they didn't like it. I mean, they was okay with it. You know, they they said almost the same thing about the um, guy that we took in the second. Well, the Colts took in the second. Um, that like he hasn't proven himself much, and and that he he does have good potential. He can be that missing piece that they needed, but he he needs more time to develop. And they said that they actually liked the cornerback that they took in the fourth better than Makai Black, which in the fourth they took another one. His name was Jay Ward. Okay. Huh. So, I mean, they improved their defense throughout this. Uh, this their best pickup was Byron Jones. Byron Murphy? Oh, yeah, my bad. Not Jones. I was going to say, I had that in my notes that they was definitely the winners of that Byron Murphy trade. Yeah. Uh, they killed it with that one, adding him on there. I, I definitely see a good Minnesota Vikings defense next year. So we might not have to see Kirk Cousins go all clutch mode if he can just throw a couple good passes every once in a while. One thing they need to do, though, is figure out what's going on with Coach. Ooh, ooh. Do they, though? I wonder if you're about to say what I have down. Probably. Because in the seventh round, they took a running back. Okay, no, you're not saying what I'm saying. But cool with that. Um, because what I seen, he went on Instagram, posted a picture of him in the Pro Bowl with the Vikings shirt, put a Dolphins emoji over the Vikings logo. Could you imagine if he went to the Dolphins? Man. Clearly, they'll just have the same problem as your quarterback situation. That's crazy, because that makes the possibility of Dwayne McBride being a really good rookie pickup running back this year for the Minnesota Vikings, if that Mm -hmm. was to happen. Unless it's Alexander Madison's spot. I don't think so. This guy had, I think, a little under 20 touchdowns last season. He had right under 2,000 rushing yards. And it, it wasn't a terrible amount of attempts on him either. His average was above, I believe, I think it was 9-something. Hmm. So this guy, is, uh, although he, he got drafted in the seventh round, he's actually a pretty decent running back. And it seems like he's going to be a good little pickup for, uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. And if Dalvin Cook's time is up in Minnesota, it makes even more sense for them to go for that hidden treasure later in the right. draft. Because this was that the people that I was watching, this was their favorite pick of the draft. So, with that being said, though, and you got high hopes for this guy, um, <clears throat> I will say that Vikings are playoff bound again this year. That's it. So, because adding Jordan Addison, though, with Justin Jefferson, with TJ Hawkinson. Stop. Hold it up. You know what I seen? I believe it was Schefter. Uh, Adam Schefter, who had ranked it this way. Okay. They had TJ Hawkinson at the number two tight end 
by the end of the season this year. No kidding. Over Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. No. Over George Kittle? Yeah. I don't... No, I don't see it being impossible. Me neither. I think that it's uh, a little too far out there. Mark Andrews, maybe, because... With Addison we, in that draft. I will say it's Mark Andrews, be. maybe, because... I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be guaranteed that Lamar Jackson goes down. He's going to get hurt again. He's going down, son. You better wrap up those legs heavy. Between him and Odell, one of them are at least going down early in the season. All right, yeah, I mean, Odell's always going down. Pretty much, like, pay me, at least. <laughs> Odell's going to play the first game and get turf toe until they make the, the playoffs. This is exactly what's going to happen. Odell's going to go down on the field. He's going to get carted to the locker room. First thing he does in the locker room. Need to change turf field to real grass. This is why we get hurt. Right on Twitter. Does it every time. But, I mean, there is a there is a decent reason for that. Just because I don't agree with turf neither. I don't either, but I mean, but I But at the like, same time, like, I mean, you know the risk you're taking. You know what you're playing on. Like, pay attention, be careful, be aware. Yeah. And I get, you know, and you're, you're still trying to be like one like of the... how much? And I get, you're still trying to, you know, be that top guy. You know, because right. you was that top guy before. And so now everybody's seeing that you just aren't going to be worth nothing. So you're just trying to make it like, you know, I'm still here to play. I'm good. Right. But, you know, it's a prove it deal, basically. And here lately, you just, you've been getting hurt with every team you've played with. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to have to prove it. But I don't see him proving it. I see him probably proving us, uh... Well, proving me how I think it's probably going to go. And then we probably don't see much of him in the league after that unless it's just for more depth on a wide receiver chart just because he's a good, um, you know, veteran wide receiver by now to kind of have to come and fill in if he wasn't playing starting out, you know. And that's only if he would want to do that. I don't even know because he kind of seems like the guy, like if you don't think I'm start worthy, then like I'm out. All I'm saying is if I'm the Ravens and I just paid so the Odell deal, I believe it was just a one year deal. So that that that's fine. But if I was the Ravens and messing with salary cap, I would have been like, Lamar, you gotta prove to me that you're gonna stay healthy this whole season for me to pay you that much money. That or leave. I mean Yeah, and I didn't pay attention to the contract <clears throat> details on that when they finally came out because it was just so like overhyped by the time like is he gonna sign, is it gonna be trade? Oh they signed. You know, so I was just like, Okay, cool, they signed it back. So I don't know if he got that fully guaranteed deal he wanted. I heard that they had to settle for something, but I'm not exactly sure what he settled for. I believe total it was like two sixty. Guaranteed. Not I don't know if that was guaranteed. I think that was just um, it was because he was wanting like 55. I think he might have got like 52. Like 550 million for five years. I'm not too sure. I don't even know. Yeah. Something crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it so, was as well. Yeah, overall, he'd have to do a prove it deal to me because if you get hurt again, I just wasted all that money. You're getting paid while not playing. And I'm sorry, but if you want a lot of money, you gotta play. 
Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you there. Granted, um, you know, you can't predict the future. But you can predict from last season how the person got hurt. Like, are you going to be able to actually even play? Yeah, and I mean, what comes with that is almost trying to get it to a point where he's not running as much. So, they really well, also hopefully need he thinks to about work. That. But yeah. then again, it is Lamar. You know, he, that's his thing. He runs. He doesn't need to run no more, dude. They signed a tackle just recently. And you know what his name is? Mm-hmm. Jackie Chen. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tell me that ain't the coolest tackle's name in the NFL right now. Jackie Chen. You better have Rush Hour 4 going on with Lamar Jackson in this tackle. <laughs> oh, snap. I like it. Hey, if you, hey, not if. When you guys watch this, Take the idea and actually make it a thing. <laughs> Just a little mini clip, post it on YouTube or Instagram. Like cover their faces, like tag, put Lamar's tag face the boys. on Chris Tucker's. Just for credits, of course, you know. Would hate to sue or copyright you. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> So overall with the Vikings though. Let's you know get back on topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we kind of like jumped to a whole another team. And we're not even hour. talking about them yet. Um, Vikings. I see them going playoff now, but I don't see them. I mean, honestly, if Kirk Cousins just doesn't mess up, dude. If he doesn't mess up, you got another great wide receiver coming in to play for you to take a workload off of Justin Jefferson, which will help you both ways. I feel like you'd be good to go. Granted, you had Thielen last season, but Thielen is older. So he's not going to have as much speed as he once had. So now that you have Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison, two young wide receivers with great speed and great ball skill, I I don't see why you can't make it further in the playoffs. Like, it blows my mind. K.J. Osborne is a decent wide receiver, too. So they still have him out there on the field with T.J. Hawkinson. That's a good little wide receiver core with a big quarterback issue. And uh, my like fault, Prescott thing. Kirk Cousins is the one who is now being protected by a man named Jackie Chen, not Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay. So, see, I was trying to get us back on topic, okay? Dude? Well, we were talking about the Ravens to begin with. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But but you're the one sidetracking us, okay? We're sidetracking the show. Fix the rails, dude. <laughs> but, um... Get the train going. <laughs> yeah, so overall, I mean, like you said, great wide receiver for just quarterback problem. It's like, a, it's like they're the Cowboys, but wearing purple. Yeah, I mean, at least their uniforms look better. Yes. Because, um, like, they got a whole bunch of um, wide receiver debt for Dak Prescott. Makes it to the playoffs and chokes. And I don't think that's, like, uh, I don't think you can compare the Dallas Cowboys wide receiver debt to the Minnesota Vikings wide receiver debt. No. Well, no. I would almost put the Minnesota Vikings wide receiver depth right there with the Bengals one, though. I don't know. A little bit under. Not trying to be biased. 
Well, actually, we lost our tight end, so I mean, we're kind of suffering that little yeah. location. And too, Cowboys so. lost their tight end too, so that's where I was like, "Yeah, uh, I can see why so Vikings see, would be better." I mean, honestly, I'd put them if they wasn't if they didn't have a quarterback issue, they would definitely be above the offense of of the Bengals. Yeah, probably because they got solid ground right now. But I say you guys don't say Bengals don't have their tight end. Cowboys don't have their tight end. But the Cowboys did pick up out of the trade. Yeah, did losing Dalton Brandon. Schultz was crazy. Yeah, but they did get Brandon Cooks. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. We keep sidetracking ourselves. So, so yeah, guys, the Vikings. <laughs> Skull. Um, keep yeah, the treasure. So, Pirates, Vikings, was that not like a whole? Did they not coexist? Yeah. Okay. See, you want you want beat up, dude. You're being real snappy today. I just don't think that makes it. He said it did, and Brady's an expert and stuff like that. I trust his knowledge. That's why he's got the whole podcast about everything that's interesting. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah. I want to go with Vikings going to the playoffs. Just not too sure if they're going to make it through. I would hope that they could, but I just I don't think they can because it's Kirk Cousins still there. They don't know what's going on with Davin Cook yet. I'm so. going to go with a confident 10-7 or 11-6 for them. If they make the playoffs, it'll be as a wild card. I mean, I can sit comfortably with the 11-6 also. So, yeah. Um, but... Other than that, uh, you ready to close this out? Yep, I think the boys are done in the studio for today. That wraps up the first post-draft recap video. Yep, and as you guys always know, subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can watch the next video that will be coming up as we talk about two more teams and get more sidetracked. Um, always make sure that you are now following us on Spotify so you can listen to us while you're driving. I mean, who wouldn't want to listen to us? Um, we got sweet voices, don't we? You heard Justin. Yeah, we got sweet voices. Um, just also make sure that you subscribe. Uh, subscribe, my bad. You are following us on all our social medias, which is TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, as we will be posting alerts as now the NFL is starting to come up more. And also be on the lookout for our last XFL video. It's going to be sad. Coming soon. Yep. Your boys are out.